Man, speaking of King of the Hill, Silicon Valley is going to end after the next season. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. That sucks. It is. It's the funniest show on TV. It is. It's a great show. Then they kicked TJ Miller out. He left because he was having seizures and needed medical attention. I thought he left because he because he got he got me tooed, didn't he? No, he had like a brain clot, and it caused oh, him damn. to have a seizure because he had some kind of a medical condition. He had a oh, brain shit. surgery on it. He was out of action for a while. I think he's, that Me Too thing. I think happened when he returned to like doing stand up comedy. Oh, okay. I guess I didn't. I thought those two things were connected. Oh, shit. I forgot. I was going to send you this one song from that Whitechapel album because, like, the chorus of it is they start yelling about how I'm a god. It's basically they wrote my theme song, which is why I keep praising this album so much. <laughs> really? I wanted you to okay. finally hear it. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. What's the title of the song? Is it just I Am a God? No, fuck. I might have to look it up on my computer. I forget. Alright. I think it was the other side. The other side of what? Me. Do you see the god? Oh, okay. <laughs> your god side and your man yeah. side. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what they were doing. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, so so I wrote down possible episode titles as I was randomly taking notes on everything else. Okay. And I'm so pissed off at myself for letting you like speak first like three or four weeks ago whenever that was and we yeah. did that for the first time because it would have been so perfect today. This was the first time that you actually introduced us because we could have called this episode the all new all different Giraffes Have Black Tongues comics. Oh shit, yeah. Tied Damn. that Rick and Morty. But I, oh, I yeah. mean, I did just get a haircut so technically we can still use it because that's why they oh, used yeah. it because Vance had a haircut. Yeah, what did I? I guess I'm not different from last week, though. You changed your you changed your uh, costume. Yeah, your podcast hosting costume. I am wearing a Devil Driver T-shirt. That's all different. Yeah, I could care less. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember any other Devil Driver songs. I haven't listened to them in a Songs long time. Over California. Oh yeah, that's right. That was in that uh, guitar. The shitty one from Rock Band or whatever. Yeah. Oh, Rock Band. Yeah, I think I could care less. It's the greatest one they've ever done. All right. Anyway, how about how about you bring us in? Welcome to the all-new, all-different Giraffe Have Black Tongues comics. I'm DC the God from the Internet, a.k.a. Dave. And I'm Donnie Ohm from the Internet, a.k.a. Donnie. We've got a lot of things to talk about, but, uh, yeah, to be honest, I don't know. I didn't have many notes about any of these things, so we'll see how this goes. This might uh, be a short I had a, episode. I had a ton about that uh, TV show, but mostly oh, it was really? just like, oh, I'm surprised that person's in this. Oh, also, the Deadwood the movie came out. I did watch that today, so we could talk about that some. Yeah, tell us about that. Uh, but anyway, the main main attractions today are Rick and Morty presents uh, Volume One, which apparently is a anthology series. It wasn't just the Vindicators, unfortunately. 
but you know, still some stuff there. Also, we talked about Stranger Things, Volume 1, The Other Side. Hey, same title as that uh, Whitechapel song. Fucking right. I assume they were just yelling out, I'm a god the entire time, too, shutting me out, my theme song. They were, yeah. That's what yeah. Will Byers was doing. <laughs> oh, and also, uh, Fear the Walking Dead, Season 5, Episode 1. We're going to talk about that. Also, I finished that uh, Walking Dead Telltale game, the final chapter. I have a few things I want to talk about about that. Nice. So, there's our roadmap for the episode. What do you want to talk about first? I don't care. <laughs> okay. So, I think that uh, Rick also wouldn't care. So, let's start with Rick and Morty uh, presents The Vindicators and so others. Did you only read the first volume, The Vindicators one, or did you read the first five? I read the first five. Apparently, the, okay. the collected volume was just the first four. Uh, yeah, as so, I found out later. Oh, oh, it is an actual collected volume? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's on Amazon. Oh, okay. Yeah, because none of them tie into each other whatsoever. No. I think I read about this Rick and Morty comic before, how it's basically uh, another Rick from a different universe, so it's not like the same one from the show, and it takes place in another dimension, which makes sense. Uh, that's That's why the... Vindicators are all new and all different. Well, I mean, they specifically say why they're the all new, all different Vindicators. It's because Vance got a haircut, and Crocobot, yeah. Crocobot, and uh, one of the other guys has a change of costume. Yeah, uh, I think the oh shit, what is the Star Lady's name? Is that Nova? It might be Nova. Yeah, she Supernova. had a, a cybernetic. Yeah, maybe Supernova. She had a cybernetic arm. That was totally different. Yeah, that's all new and all different. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I like the Vindicators volume. They're really referencing a ton of different comic book movies and stuff like that. That one, saying that, yeah, that uh, one was fucking perfect because it points out every yeah. single like shitty played out like trope in every comic book superhero comic book team. Like that one yeah. was fucking perfect. They had a uh, Noop Noop uh, getting the Infinity Glove. That was a pretty good one. Totally different from the Infinity yeah. Gauntlet. I, I love, I love the line where they're talking about how he's just going to bedazzle it with the power balls. <laughs> yeah, he's collecting balls all over the universe. All the power balls. That was pretty good. I, I really like that that uh, that issue. At least they're like going around trying to create a superhero team. Rick is uh, getting them to. Uh... He's getting the anti-heroes. Yeah, the anti-heroes is what it is. Well, so there is. Right, so. Right before he comes up with the line about collecting anti-heroes instead of heroes, he predicts that Nova's going to like break up him and Vance because they got into a heated argument. And she says a line about how they don't want to create a civil war, which is 100% the Marvel Comics civil war. Like they, they, Iron Man and Captain America have their little fight, and then Iron Man mm -hmm. immediately after that happens recruits all the uh, Thunderbolts and like, all the villains. And they go and they oh, really? almost murder Peter Parker. And, and that's kind of why I thought that was such a great line in this. Because immediately after that, he starts recruiting Pickle Rick and uh, Scary Terry. Yeah. Did he get a Mr. Meeseeks too? Is that what he got? I wrote Mr. Meeseeks. They, they I don't know. Oh, no, that's, the that's how end. they defeated it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's how they defeated uh, Noop Noop. Or Boone as he's going by. Yeah, yeah, Boone. <laughs> Fucking Ed Boone. <laughs> I love... I love that uh, Morty was so impressed. He's like, "Boom! That's an awesome villain name." Like, no, no, yeah. it's Boone. 
It's like, yeah. oh. <laughs> Just a noop spelled backwards. Yeah, Vance, Vance is trying to explain that the big secret cliffhanger reveal of the uh, supervillain is that it's Noob Noob, and Rick's like, yeah, no shit, it's his name backwards. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty obvious, too. Like, the, when they showed his silhouette, it was like, oh yeah, Noob Noob. So I don't remember on the TV show, but Scary Terry was in a cancer treatment ward. I don't remember him getting diagnosed with cancer on the show. Did that? I, he, that did not happen on the show, I don't think. I, I don't remember that at all either. I don't know why he was in a cancer ward. Maybe it's something that happened in the comics. Because again, it's a different universe than the TV show world. So, I don't know. This is a universe where Scary Terry has cancer for some reason. Hmm. And yeah, I like how when, when Rick is trying to get all the anti-heroes, all of the Vindicators are just like dying one by one. Like every time he tries to recruit someone new, one of them dies. Well, like the very first one that dies is Million Ants, but I don't understand how he can he died. Like a laser shot through him and it yeah. somehow just killed him. Yeah, I mean, it should have just dispersed the millions of ants and then they should have just immediately like reformed. Yeah. And he has to like regenerate back to one million ants or whatever. Yeah, I thought that was weird too. I, I felt like it wasn't enough to kill one million ant man. How did Crocubot die? I can't remember how he died. Pickle Rick ripped out his uh, throat and brain. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he, he told he told <laughs> Alan uh, Rails to immediately put him in a pickle jar when they released him, and he was too yeah. slow. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I had a I had a note because Morty was crying about like Crocubot's death, or he was complaining about it, and Rick is trying to comfort him. He's like, "Well, maybe Crocubot will come back as Gatorborg." I want a Gator Borg. I like that one. Yeah. I'm sure someone will reboot him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then, so, the very end of that one is when they bring out all the Meeseeks because Meeseeks can't die until they complete their mission, so Noob Noob, or Boone, cannot kill them. Right. So, yeah, I mean, that's the first issue then. And then, what else do we have here? We had, what was next? Issue 2 was was the one with uh, Crumbopolis Michael. Right, yeah. Which uh I mean I don't I feel like that one didn't add too much. I mean he's funny, but like it's just like a whole issue of him saying, I'll I'll kill whoever you want, I don't care. Uh old ladies, children, doesn't matter. Yeah, he, he keeps reprinting business cards, just re emphasizing <laughs> how little morals he has or ethics. Like Which I like that. Was like <laughs> yeah, I know. That was funny, but him just every time he spoke, he would just reemphasize how much he loves killing. That got really old really quick. <laughs> it did, yeah. But like Yeah, I mean, they got they should have cut that in half, like that that joke. It probably would have been a little better. Give me a little more than that. The whole fucking issue. Yeah. I, I like the one the very first business card he has printed up, it has a, a tracking beacon on it. And the guy at the counter is like trying to explain to him how that could be bad for someone who's in the business of killing people professionally because they'll be able to know where you are at all times. And Michael's yeah. totally missing it. He's just like, no, no, it's this way. If they have someone they want me to kill, they'll immediately know where to find me at. <laughs> He's like, even if they uh, even if they want to kill me, they can find me and I can kill them Killing's or they kill killing. me. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Killing, <laughs> kill, killing is killing. <laughs> and then that's. Only limit is your imagination. <laughs> he keeps leaving those notes like he, he's he's he wants to kill Morty so bad, but Rick made him promise like not to. And yeah. uh, 
Morty randomly like wakes up and he leaves on that note. He's like, uh, don't worry, there weren't any extra alien bounty hunters in your room, or there weren't any more than there normally are here trying to kill yeah. you. It was all a dream. <laughs> Love, Chronopolis Mike, or signed Chronopolis Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good note he left. Like, Rick, it would be my honor to kill your whole family for you. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's that whole issue, is just him talking about how much he loves killing. And then the third one was the, uh, the third one's kind of like the exact same Pickle Rick episode, yeah. basically, except little small, small changes here and there. Yeah, I think the Pickle Rick thing was played out immediately, that joke. Pickle Rick was stupid from the very beginning. I, yeah, it was, fuck. yeah. I've, I've never been a big fan of the Pickle Rick uh, episode. It's fine once, but then just like Reddit is just fucking Pickle Rick everywhere. I don't think it was that funny. There were only two notes I took about that one, because Jaguar's in that one as well. Jaguar's yeah. daughter is the uh, receptionist for the bad guys, and the bad guys are, uh, oh, what's his name, Snowball? Or Snuggles? The the dog? Yeah, yeah, Snowball, the dog. Right. Snowball, okay. So she works. For, she's working as a receptionist for the evil dogs, and um, mm -hmm. Jaguar's like telling Pickle Rick about why they have to save her, because she only makes 70% of what a man would be making at that same job, and she doesn't get benefits. They promised yeah. her just, like, a chance for exposure. <laughs> Pickle Rick is like, well, if you want to go in Kill there, em. like, pit bulls, and, and Jaguar's like, no, no, pit bulls are noble and misunderstood creatures. We should go in as if we were a half-dosset hound, half-chihuahua whenever the doorbell rings, if you want to go in like a real crazy dog. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah, that line. Exactly. That was great. Yeah, a lot of dog knowledge. I like that the dogs are back, but I didn't really care to watch the Pickle Rick episode again, just in comic book form. Yeah, I mean, that was the only note I even bothered taking on that one. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have many for that either. Oh, they turned Jaguar into like a banana or something like that. Yeah, they all they all got turned into fruit at the very end of it. Yeah, because the B story was the family was at the uh, counseling, the therapy session or whatever. Yeah, I mean, just like the episode, it was you know. After that, they had uh, Sleepy Gary. Oh yeah, okay. I didn't make any notes on that one. Really? What did it you was, think? It's kind of just Sleepy Gary and uh, Jerry ran off together. Yeah, I like their I like Sleepy Gary and Jerry's like gay relationship though. Yeah, it's very funny. <laughs> they have a kid together. They're just living yeah. in peaceful harmony, and then like slowly but surely, like Jerry starts like disappointing Gary. <laughs> like he's right. making just <laughs> Chef Boyardee canned spaghettios for dinner, and so he's <laughs> yeah. so pissed off that he's working all day and comes home to that. <laughs> that was pretty good. Oh, and in that in that episode, they had to wear uh, Rick and Morty had to wear Juggernaut helmets. So oh yeah, the, yeah, uh, that was parasite. the one. <laughs> yeah. So the parasite couldn't get into their brain. Yeah, because just like Magneto and Juggernaut, your helmet <laughs> prevents like psychics from getting into your brain and like reading your thoughts. Yeah, that was, that was pretty good. Oh, and it turns out that uh, Sleepy Gary, he really did love Jerry at the end. He was about to die and he put in like bad memories of, of him for uh, Jerry so he wouldn't be sad. Yeah. Then the last one. That Jerry? Yeah. Uh, so... Those those amazing like hip things that I've always talked about and going on about. Jerry refers to them as junk gutters. So oh yeah, <laughs> that's officially what I will be uh, dubbing them as from now on. Junk gutters. Yeah, I think this was on Dan Harmon's podcast, maybe where I heard this, but I heard them called 
cum gutters. Yeah, that's the only one I've ever heard before with cum okay. gutters. KP <laughs> right. taught me that. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah, I think I learned that from Dan Harmon, actually. But yeah, that was Jerry's fad. He wants to set up a gym, and Rick was like, oh, we'll just, we'll just change your you know, your body with science or whatever. You don't have to do that. Because he, he came home with all these uh, workout equipment, and the one is called the Broflex instead of the Bo Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, so he goes into like a uh, hyperbaric, hyperbaric chamber type of thing. But uh, I don't know what he did to him in that, but he comes out. It was like, got like a, you go into it, and then you uh, you imagine what you want to be, and it'll turn you into that. So that's why he imagined himself as a strong guy. I like that um, when he starts losing control of himself, there's that little like life form that's growing on his lower back, and they're like, Jerry, what's going on with your lower back tattoo? And he drops the line. I don't have a lower back tattoo yet. As if, yeah, that was pretty like, good. He has been planning out this awesome like lower back <laughs> tattoo that he wants to get. I love Jerry. He's the best. <laughs> he really is. And yeah, and then his uh, that back tattoo eventually takes over, and its name is Dilfagog. Yeah, Dilfagog. Uh, he keeps calling everyone bro. Yeah, yeah, and he's like. You know, Jerry's uh, masculine side, I guess. To stop, to slow him down, Rick and uh, Morty have to get the uh, all-bro kit, which is like protein shakes, uh, oh, yeah. a BMX bike riding magazine. I <laughs> yeah, the that was the best was, one. But... <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember either. They should have put like Axe body spray in there. I mean, that oh, that's something. That's, okay, so they had uh, scented body washes called three-way. Oh, okay, yeah, something like that. Okay, good. Yeah, that's yeah. I would use that, bro. Oh, yeah, give me that three way. How dare you call my wife beautiful, bro? <laughs> yeah, only I call her that. How, or no, no. It was how dare you call my beautiful wife beautiful, bro? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then the Zilphagog grows really big, so he's like Godzilla sized, and uh, Jerry ha- ends up having to uh, eat him. He had to like eat his way out of uh, being <laughs> taken over by this thing, and so Jerry's by the end, just like he's his like third nipple. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, he he horrifyingly eats all of it, and then he's fat as fuck by the end of it. Rick fixed him, right? He was yeah, like, oh, we'll make you skinny again. But yeah, I mean, I didn't have any other. These were these were sort of fun. I mean, you don't really need to bother them or go out of your way to read them unless you really really want to check them out they're funny yeah i mean they're worth checking out if you've got easy access to them but i mean you're not really missing anything if you don't catch up on them yeah i kind of agree with that i I mean i was i kind of thought it was a bit of a chore at places to finish it yeah that that necropolis michael one was so fucking annoying by the end of it these these issues feel long too when I saw him on there, I thought it was all just a Vindicators like comic series, which I was so excited about. But no, it was only the one issue. Yeah, I, it does look like it'll be just Vindicate. I, I would have preferred that. I think it would have been much more entertaining than these other uh, side, especially Pickle Rick. Like, what the fuck? We don't need that. Nobody needs that. Hot Topic needs it to push more Rick and Morty merchandise <laughs> onto the youths. I haven't been to Hot Topic since Pickle Rick. Is it is it just only Pickle Rick t-shirts now? 
I can only assume. Okay. That's where I got my Pickle Rick shirt. Yeah. I'll just order mine online. All 14 of them. <laughs> Two for every day. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I change midday because I sweat too much. Yeah, exactly. All right, anyway, do you, I, I have a review. Do you want to hear that? I do. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! All right. This is from Goodreads. It was four stars, and uh, it goes, I was pretty disappointed with the last volume of the regular series that I read, Volume 9. So apparently the, the Rick and Morty comic book proper has like nine volumes, at least. That's crazy. That's been going on a long time. Yeah. So I wasn't sure what to expect with this, but it was actually really good. The Crumbopolis Michael and Sleepy Gary issues were just about perfect, and you know, which is wrong, I Agree guess. Agree to disagree, sir. Yeah. And the Vindicators and Pickle Rick ones started a bit slow, but picked up pretty quickly. And then he had some highlights, which is pages from the book, and the one was uh, where they're explaining Noop Noop and his uh, Infinity Glove. <laughs> oh, and <laughs> I'm looking at this now. Infinity Glove. I forgot to mention uh, the Ghost Train guy. Yeah, Alan Rails. <laughs> I love that name, Alan Rails. That is his name, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's so good, though. And his costume, he's just like, not even in costume in this. I forgot to mention that, too. He's like, is it laundry day today, Alan? <laughs> yeah, where's he? you're just gonna, you're just wearing street clothes. Yeah, that was pretty good. Alan Rails. He's all new, all different, Alan Rails. <laughs> yeah. I love that ghost train power. Uh, I didn't actually note it in here, but there was one other thing that Rick said that was just like a dead-on shot at like DC and Marvel and how they do their superhero teams. Uh -huh. Where he says, like, I think it's around the time where he's explaining like Crockybot's death is not a big issue. He'll be rebooted at some point in time. He's like, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're superheroes, Morty. They come back. They'll be back in no time. And we'll just call them the all new, all do, all new, all different something or something rather. And don't worry about it. <laughs> like, yeah, something, something it's true. convoluted plot, something. It'll all be fine. That's very true. It is. It's, they will it's do dead that. on. All right. Anyway, let's go ahead and move on then. So speaking of TV shows. Speaking of junk gutters. Uh, oh. Where'd you see junk Jonathan gutters? Jonathan has got some killer junk gutters i assume oh okay well anyway well i'll take it well uh we we also read stranger things volume one the other side which one was jonathan he's uh the brother okay he's the one who was in the best scene in that entire series where he's lifting weights and then like watching uh watching rat or listening to rat <laughs> like 80s hair metal <laughs> lifting weights with a cigarette in his mouth then he puts the weights down and grabs a beer and starts drinking that <laughs> like bro flex, it's bro. so over the top and awesome yeah i love that scene of him just being the most white trash awesome like evil character wait you're talking about <laughs> so like good. on the show right i'm talking about on the show yeah i think that's the other that's the kid who was originally dating nancy and then at the very end of the second season, he becomes best friends with the uh, the kid who wears the hat. Oh. Because Jonathan isn't the smoker. Jonathan is Will's older brother. He's, he, he's in love with Nancy. And 
he eventually yeah. starts dinner at like the end of the second season, I think. Oh, okay. I, I think that I thought kid's he was like the Steve. bully. I think he was the bully guy, right? Like he, I think he was bullying the kids, and he he was fucking around, and like he was another kind of point of uh, he was like a secondary antagonist, basically. I can't remember what he did now. Are you just talking about the most recent season, that bully guy? I think so, yeah. Whichever okay, one was okay, listening to was... Rat and lifting weights and drinking and smoking at the same time. That's that my favorite character. Him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because they get that new girl who comes into town and it's her older brother. Yeah, right, yeah, exactly. That's the one. Shit, that, that, was, uh, that was Stranger Things, right? Yeah. Okay, I just gotta... Wondering if maybe it was it or something like that. One of those other things that take place in the past. Well, the the bully kid who listens to Rat and smokes and terrorizes the kids in uh, Stranger or in It, he ends up like cutting the fat kid in the movie. Oh, he okay. And attempts to murder him with a knife, as I recall. Fuck, I forget. Like both, I'm like mixing these things up. I don't know which which is which anymore. It was garbage. Stranger Things is fun. Oh, you you didn't like the new It? No. Really? Why not? I thought it was really well done. Eh, too much hype. I don't know. Yeah, it was a lot of hype, but I enjoyed that movie When I found this out, I was disappointed and expecting way better, crazier things. Yeah, I guess so. Plus, of, of all the Scars Guards you pick, you pick the shittiest one? I mean, at least it was better than the original. That's for sure. No way. The original, the original is boring has Tim as shit. Reed, John Ritter? <laughs> All right, yeah, we got that. Nothing, nothing tops those two. Yeah. Anyway, going back to <laughs> Stranger Things, the comic book, you know, speaking of boring as shit, uh, this comic book is boring as shit. Yeah. I, I didn't have a lot of notes on this. I didn't either. It, it, <laughs> wasn't, gonna be a short... it wasn't that great. Um, <laughs> like, my one big note was when they're in the, like, D&D game, Will becomes, like, he immediately ages and turns into Gandalf. He turns into, like, this old sage wizard. And then he just passes out, and then, like, Eleven's ghost finds him. I thought that was cool. He grew a beard within, like, seconds. That was cool, yeah. Yeah, it's just basically the first season of the show, but from Will's point of view. So that's kind of what they're doing here. I mean, we've already seen it done in a better way on the show, so I don't know what the point of this book is. I guess cash grab. Yeah, I, well, no. Well, because not everyone has a Netflix subscription or a pirate Bay subscription like you do. So maybe yeah. they just did like a, a book that corresponds with the show to expose more people to it. Because yeah. people have probably like heard everyone talking about it. So it's a way for people to at least like familiarize themselves with the story. Hmm. I don't know. I guess that is a cash grab technically. So, I mean, if, like, let's say you buy a comic book. I mean, why not just buy the first season of the show? It's done much better. Because you really like supporting the artist. Who's the artist? Is that anyone I don't, we know? I don't know who it is, but I wasn't. I wasn't a giant fan of his work. No, I wasn't either. It's it's just like very boring and kind of flat. Oh, there's one shot. There's one scene. Fuck. What do they call it? One panel where the American flag is in the light in the uh, in the upside down. That was cool. America, right? Fuck yeah. The only thing that gets light in the dark world is the American flag. Appropriate. Yeah. Also, th- this uh I mean, 
this was done in the show too, is the the musical cues with that song, Should I Stay or Should I Go? Uh, way too many musical cues for a comic book. No way, you don't like reading songs in comic books? No, I love it, but uh, just not for four issues. Oh, man. And the other thing was, uh, I guess Will heard the, uh, the girl by the pool die. I don't know if that was ever explained in the show, but that seems very convenient. Yeah, Barb? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that he would have heard that in the show. And I think they're just trying to stretch this out. Uh, any positive things about this? Um, the cool wizard, Will. I like that part. Oh, yeah. That was, okay, that was wizard positive. form. I mean, it's short. You can read yeah, it all in like true. 10 it was minutes. It's a very easy read. Yeah, that's true. If you like the song, Should I Stay or Should I Go, you can read if the lyrics. If you like reading along to Should I Stay or Should I Go, you will love this book. <laughs> There's your positive spin. Yeah. Uh, I guess the uh, Demogorgon is cool, but uh, way cooler in the show. Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't have shit to say about this book. Did you have anything else about this? No. Uh, Wizard version <laughs> was... of Will was like the only note I took. Yeah. It was the only thing I found noteworthy. I was like trying to take notes, but they suck. It's just like Will is trapped in the u- underground. Or fuck, upside down. Um, what else did I we have did here? Hopper. We didn't see Hopper a single time. Is like, he, he's I, the I think he's the, he's the second guy that's in the uh, like hazmat suit in the show. So I assume oh. it's him in that one part, but we didn't actually see his face at all. Right, yeah. So that was that was a pretty big disappointment. Yeah, that is disappointing. That's the dude who is Hellboy, Hellboy now, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that Hellboy yet? Not yet. I haven't either. I saw it in theaters, but I, I was like, eh. Oh, you did? It did it, no, it did come out. I saw that it was playing in theaters, but uh, I didn't go see it. Hmm. I'm just like, eh, I'll just fucking wait to pirate it. Yeah, I'll get it from the library. Yeah, there you go. All right, let, let's let's move on. I, I'd say uh, skip this. Just watch the first season of the fucking show. Who the fuck cares what Will is doing in the? You know, obviously he's running from a monster, but it's way more interesting try, watching uh, the people in the in the real world try to figure that out in the show. And listening to "Should I Stay or Should I Go" as opposed to reading it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, maybe, unless you prefer reading it, obviously, but. Um, yeah, I'd say don't don't waste your ten minutes reading this book. Were there reviews for it? There are. There were more reviews than for are the they Rick positive? And Morty one. Uh, let, well, let's let's uh, let's get into them. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck. Okay, so this first one is uh, well, hold on. Let's start with the let's start with the most positive one. Five stars. Whoa! And the title is excellent. Yeah, this is crazy. Present for my girlfriend, who is a huge Stranger Things fan. She loved it. She read it faster than I've seen her read any comic before. Which, uh, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> she's a very slow girl. Yeah, she's very slow reading here. I mean, no, this one was lightning quick, though. It is, yeah. I read it faster than any comic I've ever read, too. Or actually, maybe Cable I read. I think that cable book we oh, read. Oh yeah, that I read cable that one faster. that had a total of like seven lines of dialogue in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that, that was, was the, fa- the that fastest, was the only one yeah. faster. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, oh, well, I'll just go. I'm just gonna go down in the star ranking because there's a few of them here. So this one is four stars. 
Stranger Things The Other Side. I liked it a lot. Great graphics and add-ons to complement the story and season one. It, it sounds like he's reviewing a video game. He's like, oh yeah, the graphics are good. DLC is good. Really complements the main game. What else do we uh, Did I have a three-star? There was not a three-star, but there was a two-star. <laughs> the title is An Disappointing First Foray Into Comics for Stranger Things. It's like, I love Stranger Things. It's a great show. Sadly, I did not love this comic. I wanted to, badly, but Stranger Things Volume 1 is pretty much the definition of a cash-in. Oh yeah, he agrees with me. A tie-in comic that exists solely to siphon a little extra dough off the property's current red-hot status in the marketplace. Reading these four issues is a little like reading a teaser for a big comic book event. There's little to no real plot, the art is functional at best, and everything feels slightly obligatory, almost like this comic exists because, well, of course it has to. It's freaking Stranger Things. See, I, I don't know, because I don't know if I completely agree with that, because it did show Will's side of it, which we never got, like, on the show, and they, I don't have the DVDs or Blu-rays or anything, but I don't know if they ever did any, like, special deleted scenes where they even attempted to show, like, that angle. So, I mean, it was kind of cool to at least, like, see things from his side. And then, like, everyone on the internet after Barbara died in that first season, that was, like, everyone's biggest, like, ripe about the show was them killing off that girl without ever, like, really? explaining Why? for sure she's 100% dead. So this at least, like, ties up that loose end for everyone. So I don't know, like, Wait, when did this it? came did, out. Do we see a body? Are you sure? We do. We do. She's 100% dead. Really? Okay. Right? I, I, people, I don't remember like, seeing that. I don't remember seeing it until, like, the end of season two, right? I don't know. Uh, maybe. I don't I think remember seeing showed her season, dead. This comic. Okay. Well, no, no but we—he's—he heard her death. That's the girl at the pool. You, you never know, right? Maybe it's just a scream. I mean, I mean, I mean, we didn't see a body in the comic, though. No, we didn't see the confirmation in there, but. So I mean, still, there's nothing. I mean, you, you more or less just see what you saw in the show. Just from the other side. On the other side, though. Yeah. She's totally right. different. All right. I'm, try I'm trying to save them. I don't know. I'm trying to make an argument <laughs> yeah, for them. Really? Okay, okay. Well, I'm going to keep going. Honestly, the whole read is slightly depressing, because as anyone who's watched Stranger Things knows, this is a world that's rife with story potential, with all kinds of cool and exciting avenues to explore. Yet, time and time again, writer Jody Hauser seems determined to play things safe, choosing instead to either A, recap stuff we've already seen play out uh, way more interestingly on the show, or B, give us extended sequences where characters monologue about this thing or that thing. But overall, nothing of consequence really happens. Maybe it's not her fault. Perhaps Netflix and whoever is in charge of managing the property didn't give her a lot of narrative leash to uh, play with. But regardless of whose fault it is, it doesn't change the fact that at the end of the day, Volume 1 is kind of a bummer to read, which, let's face it, bummer should never be seen in the same sentence as Stranger Things. So that's the end of that one. Long one. But I, again, I think that's reinforcing some of my points there. It's like, yeah, it is way more interesting on the show. That's true. Except like, oh, I just finished the season in like 18 hours. Oh, bummer. Now I have to wait. A year and a half for the next season. Uh, I don't agree with that bummer statement that he says. Yeah, I, I mean, 
I mean, give anything long, like Game of Thrones, right? That was the last way they would describe Game of Thrones before, and now it's a total bummer. I mean, anything could become a bummer. It's not a total bummer. No, it wasn't. It was great memes. It was good for the lulls. So it wasn't a bummer for me at all. I liked it. All right, one more. One star. This is not a book. Total, which is, Wait a second. I mean, it is a book. It absolutely is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, total disappointment. Got on the wait list for the release and bummed when it arrived. This is not a book, but a cheesy comic. Will be returning. And that's all I have. Wait. Yeah, it, it is a cheesy comic book. Like, what was yeah. he thinking it was? A novella? I, I mean, I think it's just one of those things where people are like, hey, cool, a book about this. And it's like, oh, comic books. I'm not a, I'm not a child. I don't want to read this comic. Uh, all right. Fuck it. Anything else to say about Stranger Things, the comic? Skip it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, can't, I cannot emphasize enough. Skip it. <laughs> yeah, it's really not worth it at all. I'm still interested in that Stranger Things meets Black Hammer thing, though. I still want to read that. Fuck, we should have just read that in addition to this. It would have gave us something to talk about. But oh, yeah, it would have well. only been like one issue. Yeah, yeah just one like issue. Probably with Black Hammer, something must happen in that, right? Can't just like show the same season again in that because Black Hammer's in it. Was Black Hammer in season one of Stranger Things? I don't think so. I wasn't aware of Black Hammer at the time, but now <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go back and rewatch it now. Yeah, upon watching it again, all those we'll Black Hammer Easter eggs they're dropping. Yeah, for the inevitable Maybe. crossover event. <laughs> so, if the Black Kid at any time—I forget his name—I'm sorry. Um, if the Black Kid at any time picks up a hammer, then we know that this is the origin story for Black Hammer. <laughs> oh fuck! If that's the comic book, that'd be fucking crazy. See, I'm I'm thinking what it is going to be is that the the old guy in outer space or whatever with all the yeah. different dimensions, he's going to somehow oh. like transport either them there or the Stranger Things kids to that part of Kansas they're stuck in. Maybe, yeah. Maybe they're from the same town. Where does Stranger, Th- is Stranger Things remember. take place Indiana in Kansas? I don't Indiana somewhere, I thought, Indiana. wasn't it? Oh, Indiana. That makes more is sense. I, that sounds I can't. I haven't watched correct. it since it ended. Yeah, I haven't either. Let's move on here. So, speaking of Indiana, I don't know where the show takes place. Does it take place in India? Because that'd be perfect. Well, fuck, I don't know. But uh, let's see. I want to play this. Speaking drop, of Atlanta, though. The Walking Dead update. We got a Walking Dead update once again. Season five of Fear the Walking Dead came out. Uh, I have no idea where they are right now. They were they they crashed on a plane for some. I don't know why they were flying. That they didn't, didn't do that in the last end season. of last season. No, they're just randomly oh. flying a plane for no reason. Cool. And then they crashed it. It was really stupid. Um, and they their their crashing plane saved some kids who were about to get bit by a walker. The kids ducked, and the the plane propeller uh, sliced up the walker that was almost about to eat them. So lucky. Yeah, he man. was. Damn. He was a really tall walker. So it's I a guess. Thing. Fuck. It, like, cut him in half at the waist, too. It's like, those those kids really fucking lucked out. They were, like, inches away from death and that. Yeah, because these kids are out, like, hunting for deer. They shoot yeah. a deer. They know they're going to alert walkers. And then they didn't bother to, like, learn how to reload a gun after that. They yeah. just went out hunting, like, oh, we'll be and safe. And they don't have no a worries. knife? Why would they yeah. not have a knife or something? Like, like well, fucking come on. idiots. 
And yeah, then stupid ass. And then kid. they see like three walkers come in, and they immediately freak out. They don't even go to collect their gear that they just like alerted all these walkers about. They ju- they just leave it there. Fuck these kids. They yeah. should be dead. They had one walker coming after them at the beginning there, and they just like totally freeze up. Like you can you could also run. It's only one at that time. The the shitloads of walkers haven't even arrived from the plane crash yet. So what do you what do you think about this show though, as a former so, Walking Dead fan? So it it's clear as day that because of the success of The Walking Dead, basically when they were like casting this show, they were just like anyone who has any name value whatsoever, if you want a part on this show, here you go. Like I was shocked how many people I recognized that were on this, like so Garrett Dillahunt is that cowboy guy. I think his name was Sean. That was the guy uh, I was talking John. about. John. Okay. John. So he's the cowboy. He's the best, dude. I love that. He he just he just came in last season. He he was just introduced. Uh, I think he's a great addition. He's fucking awesome. He's he's like he's like a Raylan Givens type. Uh, I like the justified meeting, Walking Dead. I feel like these Let's... two worlds are colliding with this character. I thought it was into my later review because he is he's worked with uh, Raylan Givens on uh, Deadwood. He's a he's a really big time wow. recurring character on Deadwood, and he even like oh, shows shit. up as a new character on Deadwood the movie. He was a cowboy on Deadwood. Yeah, his cowboy guy. He, he's the coward Whoa. Jack McCall. He kills Wild Bill Hickok. Oh well, he's certainly and then, no and coward. Then in, this he's just a drunk guy who throws a empty beer bottle at a guy. Oh, cool. Yeah. But yeah, so he's on there. Wait, and then his, his wife or his girlfriend? What he plays? He plays two character, two different characters on Deadwood. Three. Really? Well, that's fucking yeah. weird. They just like keep killing off his characters, or is he like is he like uh, Eddie Murphy like acting against himself? Yeah, he plays or, Norbert. Like, he's Perry. like two women. He's a, a child, an old lady, and a, a regular guy. <laughs> no, he's an obese, an obese grandmother. <laughs> like he, he plays this one guy called the coward, Jack, the coward Jack McCall, who kills Wild Bill Hickok, who's only in it for like two episodes, and he immediately gets killed after killing him. And then he comes back oh. towards the very end of it as a, a different prospector guy. And then Whoa. that guy dies. And uh, this is ten years later after the show ended. So he comes back and he's all disguised in like a giant beard and like hobo clothing. And he's just a drunk in a crowd that throws a beer bottle at a guy. Oh, cool. Wow, I like that he's keeps coming back to that show. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I don't know if he's like super great friends with, uh, like he must be if they keep recasting him for like giving him a thousand yeah. different parts. <laughs> yeah, he's got to be They must like be that. huge fans of his work. He's somebody's brother-in-law or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Who, who so, else was in this? All right, so it was him, and then his wife or his girlfriend on that show, the nurse. That's Jen Elfman. That's the girl who I was asking you about last week, and you said that oh, she died last okay. season. Oh wait, really? Okay, who was the other one then? There's another. I, I don't know who that lady. other girl was. I didn't bother to look up anyone else from other shows. Isn't she older than forty? Yeah, I don't fucking know her age. I said like forty something. I'm opening IMDb. Okay, well, sorry. I, Maybe I she's in her 50s? The, I don't know. You gotta, you gotta use character name. I, actually, I don't even remember that character's name. What is her name? I didn't write she it down. I didn't get it. Kim Dickens is who I was thinking of. Oh, Kim Dickens. Yeah, she's she the was one on who died Deadwood? last season. Oh, really? Shit. It was a <laughs> Deadwood reunion. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, this, this show follows like 
almost completely different people than they followed in the first season. The only ones who are still alive from the first season is uh, the girl who had who was killing zombies with a piece of the propeller of the plane. Uh, she uh, was in the Alice? first season. Uh, I think Alicia or something like that. Alan? I think it was Alicia. Yeah, Alicia. And the other one was uh, Victor. The he was the black dude who was um, driving the car uh, the truck with. Stop? Uh, yeah, yeah, he was at the truck stop. The black dude who's not Morgan. I can't remember what what he was doing now. He was also in the first season, and he's always like kind of playing a villain type. Like sometimes he'll be like a villain, and sometimes he's uh, helpful. So he's he's like the anti-hero of the show. Like sometimes hmm. he'll be like twirling his mustache around like a like a cartoon villain, and other times he'll be like very <laughs> cool and heroic and stuff. <laughs> he's weird. He keeps going back and forth in this in the series. So as Jenna Elfman, who was on like Dharma and Greg, and she's in a bunch of other shit. I don't know. Um, but then okay. the other girl who was also piloting with her, that's the girl from Lost. That's, uh, uh, what's her name? Maggie Grace. Uh, is her that name her name is Al. on the show? Her name on the show is Al. Al? Yeah, they were calling her Al. Uh, it's I don't clearly short for all. something. The short, black-haired, punk rock girl who flew the plane. Oh, no, I, I don't remember her on Lost. I know who you're... The, that's, yeah, she was the pretty that, blonde Shannon. She was Boone's sister. She dated, uh, what's, uh, Saeed? Do you know that Boone is noob backwards? I know that now. <laughs> Thanks to Lost. Yeah. That would have been great if Boone came back on that show as a bad guy and he changed his name to noob. <laughs> that would be cool, yeah. You didn't know it was me. He was, was the smoke monster all along. Yeah. With his infinity glove. Right. Oh, man. I haven't watched Lost in... Many, many years. And then the very last, and then there's a fourth one too. So Mad TV's Mo Collins, she was also like the uh, drunk Good Morning Pawnee host on the on Parks and Rec. And she was oh. in The 40-Year-Old Virgin. But she's oh, a stand-up okay. comedian. But she's also in it in the opening credits. And it, I didn't see her for a while until like halfway through. She was the girl who was driving the truck with that Victor dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's with the with the dude in the wheelchair too, right? I'll remember the guy in the wheelchair. There were like there were two guys in her like drinking, like she brewed beer or something. To... Yeah, the yeah, one dude is in that's... a wheelchair. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, that's why he was sitting down, like Brand Stark. They were all sitting down. I thought it was just because there's. I thought she was leaning on the higher. truck. I don't. I don't know. All right, whatever it is. Okay, I want to talk about that plane propeller that uh, the one girl was using. I love this plane propeller as a weapon, because it looks like the... Have you ever played Silent Hill? No. Okay, there's a, there's a monster in Silent Hill called Pyramid Head, and he drags, drags around this enormous sword. And I guess, it's a, I guess that enormous sword is propeller-shaped, because that's what I was getting from this. It's fucking cool. And um, they were looking around for someone named Logan, which I was hoping for a uh, Wolverine yeah, was crossover. Like, yeah, that's what I thought we were yeah. getting. I thought that's why you picked this. Yeah, shit. Maybe it's Old Man Logan, though. So, the Old Man Logan in this, he's like a, uh, he owns a shipping company or something. He's like the, he's like the local Walmart shipping uh, and receiving guy. 
Yeah. He owns a trucking company that just ships goods to wherever or something. Mm -hmm. I didn't really understand what the fuck was happening. But yeah, I, I immediately <laughs> recognized his voice when he first started speaking, and it was bothering me. So I had to finally look him up on IMDb. And he's the other big star on this. He's he's the dad from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the neighbor's dad. Oh. And also, he's a voice actor in uh, my all-time favorite Disney animated movie, Hercules. He's one of uh, oh, Hades' two sidekicks, Pain and Panic. It's him and Bobcat Goldthwaite voice them. So I was like, oh, fuck. Awesome. Oh, damn. Bobcat. Most That's ridiculous voice having, dude. Why isn't he in Fear the Walking Dead? He, oh, he's dude, probably been amazing. He's 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 got to be long dead in that universe. The way he would the be so loud and talks. so obvious. Yeah. <laughs> Just like he, I don't think he can control his volume. He'd die immediately. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. So they're in like a. I guess they flew to Chernobyl or something because they had like a high radiation sign that they found. So I don't know what the fuck is going to happen with that. But I, I, they 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 found like a group of military guys apparently one of the coolest visuals in any zombie thing ever is yeah. this zombie fence where that's all the intestines ripped out of the zombies tying them to each other to block it off under this tree which is just hanging heads of zombies just not constantly yeah. biting and they're all like so like uh starving and so slow it's haunting it's amazing that is like one of the coolest visuals i've ever seen in any zombie media yeah that was really good it's metal as fuck yeah it is that should be on like the next album cover for someone badass oh yeah I, there's gotta but be an album like, cover with heads hanging on trees not zombie heads yeah true yeah cannibal corpse al album cover would be perfect there you go evisceration tree fire up the chainsaw tree heads leads off. to death <laughs> Why do they call them Growlers on this one? Is that to differentiate them from the original Walking Dead show? No, that was something I just started doing. Is it like a region thing? I think it is a region thing. Uh, just those kids were calling them Growlers. The original people in the show, um, I think they were called, they called them, they might call them Biters or something. I, I can't remember what they would call them, but they, that's the first time they used Growlers. Morgan should have just been like, shut the fuck up. They're called Walkers. We've already established yeah. this in the canon. Trust me, I was there. I had the good life. You, you guys, you got to call them the right, the right word. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to you confuse call us with other zombie cannon. Yeah. So <laughs> we worked really other... hard on that, Brandon. Yeah. You got to call them walkers. <laughs> Stay on brand, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other thing I saw when I was on IMDb looking up who that guy was, it does credit Dwight on this show. Did he come in last season? I remember you were saying last week you weren't sure if he was on it or not. So is he just sorry, joining sorry, like who? at some point this season? Dwight? Oh, he was credit. Oh, I don't know. He's listed uh, on the IMDb page for this episode, even though he's not in it. Really? So I'm guessing he's just credited his name. I'm guessing that's because he's got to be a regular. No, no. He, Morgan was the only one who moved over. So maybe he will be a recurring character, just hasn't appeared yet. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe they'll run into Dwight or something. I, I don't remember what he was doing in The Walking Dead proper, though. So. Hmm. Why why is is this is the entire five seasons of this show? Have they just been going town to town trying to find people needing help to help them? Because that's what they were like going over and repeating over and over again. This episode is like that's their mission statement. 
We're just going to find people and help and help them out and try to do some good for the world. Like, is that all this show is? No, not really. I mean, it's just basically them trying to survive. Uh, like, the first season starts at, like, the very beginning of the zombie outbreak. So, you, you, you know, you start, like, in the real world, and it's just, like, following them ever since. Uh, I mean, yeah, they help people, and uh, I think by the, the end of, right before that uh, Kim Dickens died, she was kind of talking about that, like, yo, you gotta help people and shit, and, like, that's what matters. I think that's what they're talking about. And then she died, because that was, that was uh, her mother, that Alicia's mother. So maybe that's why, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, basically every season they kind of find a place that might be safe, and then it ends up not being safe. It's kind of, you know, I mean, it's a little bit like the Walking Dead proper in that way. Last season, did they steal the guy's trucking company partner's trucks or something? Is that why he's, like, sending them into a... Like, it seemed like he was setting them up to, like, be killed, all those guys that were driving the trucks. Because they show up at, like, his yeah. uh, giant fortress, and all of his armed guards are there, but then he just lets them leave, and they're hanging out with another truck. So, like, he got they got to keep one of their trucks, but had to give the other one back? Is that what happened? Because yeah, I was confused. I guess so. I, I, I was also a little confused. I don't I couldn't tell like where people were or what they were supposed to be doing, to be honest. That part wasn't very clear to me either. Maybe it'll be clear next episode what's going on exactly with that. Also that, that Logan dude, he called them Kimasabi. Did you did you catch that? No, but Okay. But why do bad guys always call people Kimasabi? It implies that you might be friendly, but you're secretly not, and you don't want them to immediately know that, I guess, right? But wait, wait, so old man Logan wants to imply that he might be friendly, you're saying? Or is he yeah. saying that those other people, okay. If you if but, you call someone Kimosabi, they're not going to think you're going to kill them, they're going to think you're a decent dude. No, I'm going right? to think they're going to kill me. If somebody calls me Kimosabi, I'm immediate, my defenses are up, dude. That's that's only bad guys say Kimasabi. It's a way, no, it's a way less threatening like nickname or friendly greeting than like I think it's incredibly bro threatening. Or Hoss. Hoss Chief. <laughs> See, I I I would think the guy is like a douchebag if he called me Chief, but I think he's gonna murder me if he calls me Kimasabi. That's just because you're conditioned that way from all these horror movies where everyone always calls Maybe. them Kimasabi. In the real world. Has anyone ever called you that? All the time. No, you'd be dead if they did. Clear, I yeah, think you're clearly, lying. Clearly never. Uh, yeah, it's never happened to me either, because I'm still alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it's either it's either either you killed somebody or somebody killed you if you hear that word. I don't wanna I don't wanna life. go into I don't wanna go into what happened, but I'm I'm claiming self defense. <laughs> okay. Kimasabi. Are you going to go back and watch the first four seasons? Nope. So in the previously on, Morgan was talking about how they, how they survived la like last season. They survived hurricanes, truckers, alligators, and beer truckers. runs. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what beer runs? That's what he said. Yeah, they, they survived <laughs> beer runs, dude. You don't, you're not interested in that? That's badass. You watched last season. I just want to see McCartney. McCartney and then the other guy from uh, Deadwood, the, the preacher. Okay, he's, I don't know which one that is. Who is he uh, in? The, I'm looking at right Dead. now. Proctor John, season three for two episodes. Proctor John. He's in the last 
He's in episodes 15 and 16 of season three. Okay. So he didn't last very long. No, I guess not. All right. Well, whatever. I like the show. I think it's better than the Walking Dead proper at this point. Because they don't have an actual guideline to fuck up terribly. They can like do whatever the fuck they want. One. Yeah, yeah. It's it's way harder to fuck it up. Well, for comic book fans, I guess. I think in that way, it's more interesting. Like more shit can happen. A little more unexpected because if you've read the Walking Dead comics, you kind of know where they're going on the show. So, I, I like the show. I would recommend it. Would you recommend it? Um. Not really. I mean, okay. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not interested in watching it again to see what happens next week. You're not going to watch episode two. I have no interest. No. Okay. Well, there you have it. Uh, I'm going to watch. I'll just all wait. The I'll just wait for your review to tell me what who set up this amazing tree and fence. Okay, I'll I'll let you know when I know that. That's the only thing I'm interested in. Yeah. All right. And what other and what other awesome defense mechanisms they've created out of walkers <laughs> or nashers or whatever? I'll let you know what old man Logan is up to when I find out. Yeah. I'll let you know who he kills and how many times he says Kimasabi. <laughs> is it? Do you have to say a Kimasabi per person you're murdering, <laughs> or do you murder a group no. by just referring to them all as one collective Kimasabi? No, I think as soon as you say it once, uh, then he's after you and whoever is with you or uh, related to you. But I'll let you know if he says it again. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. All right, well. Oh, wait, wait. One more thing about that. Okay. Why were those kids that they, Morgan was so desperately trying to save so cunty to him? My God. Oh, yeah. I would have fucking killed them immediately after they, like disrespecting me if I were Morgan. I've been like, you know what? Yeah. Fuck you all. No, you know, Morgan doesn't want to kill people. He was he was on about that on the in the show. Morgan goes through like uh really like radically different phases. Like at one point he's just like, kill everybody, I gotta survive, kill them all, I don't care, I'll kill you. And then he's like, no, kill nobody. I can't kill anybody uh because it's wrong. So he's he's like all or nothing. He's he's like a I don't know. He's like he's like an alcoholic. He, he either can drink nothing, or he has to drink every bottle of liquor in the world. Because he was talking to the uh, the the girl who used the propeller. Uh, what the fuck did he say to her? Um, you say something like I was thinking that was his mission statement was to like find people in trouble and save them all. Because that's what it seemed like. He just joined the show, and they just decided like he's the uh, big star of the other show, so they'll just do whatever yeah. he says. So they all started doing that because he wants yeah, they to. Should- they should give him more respect. Don't they know that he was on the original Walking Dead show? He was Dead on show? the real show, not like all you other people. He's great. Carry some with weight around here, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should be honored to be in the presence of the guy from Snatch. <laughs> My buddy was saying also this season is apparently going to tie in somehow to uh, the Rick Grimes movie. Uh, but I, I didn't I'm just confirm that. Through, I'm just scrolling through like all the uh, cast. It does list Andrew Lincoln, Rick Grimes. Really? Okay. So I guess we're going to see some Rick Grimes, probably. They also list the girl who played, uh, oh, what's her name? The the short-haired girl. The old lady? Uh, Carol? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you want to watch for next week, then? Do you have any idea? Did you make a poll or anything? No. Shit. (laughs) 
Your Nosferatu. Did you watch that show? Did you watch no, that? Did you, no, no, did you? No, anytime okay. you use any person in the world that uses numbers to spell or stand in for words and oh. letters, I fucking hate yeah. you. And I will never like interact with your media, whatever, your movie or your show. I will not watch it. You don't like the show Num Three R? No. You've never seen that Sandra Bullock movie? <laughs> no, it was a it was a show with like some autistic dude like Rain Man solving crimes. Ah, oh, fuck that kid then. That's <laughs> the one with like Kiefer Sutherland, right? Uh, I don't think so. It's, I think that it's was 24. after twenty four. He like was the dad of that kid or something. I don't think he was in it. I maybe he was. I don't know. But it was uh, some shitty show. I remember my dad hated that show. He'd always say, "What the fuck is fuck this show?" He was I'm like really pissed off canceled. when he saw that. Yeah, I think it was canceled many years ago. I can't wait for Nas number four, raw <laughs> letter two or number two. Why is it you? Wait, are you serious? I don't know how the fuck you spell it, but yeah, it's got two different okay. numbers in place of letters Whoa. at some point in the Whoa. title. It's that's it's crazy. Insane. Yeah, yeah, it's too much. Way too much. I was getting too angry just watching the commercials for it. Yeah. Actually, for next week, you you said you wanted to watch uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead, right? Oh, fuck, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it's close enough to a comic. It's not technically a, a comic book show, but I mean, we did just read a, a book featuring him last week, so I thought it was okay. Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of Army of Darkness things, so yeah, let's just watch that. Okay, what episode? Let's watch the first episode of Season 3. I'll put it up on Dropbox. I wanna, okay. I've never seen any of Season 3, so let's let's do that. I've seen like the first two and a half episodes and then I just like stopped being able to watch it because it was on Friday nights when I was working. But yeah, it seemed, yeah, I mean, it was okay. It seemed like it was going to be awesome. Uh, I watched like the first two or first season and a half maybe and I, I, I just kind of got bored with it. Oh, really? It's just like, sure. okay, this, this didn't need to be, I, I don't think it needed to be uh more than one season. It should have been a mini series because I think that's about all I could take. It's like, yep, and I've had enough of uh, Ash, so that's enough of that. Palmer. I did see he, Bruce Campbell was tweeting something out about uh, Mortal Kombat, the game, like, they teased something about like future oh. DLC characters, and like he was tweeting something about, like, I'll have to check this out. Wink. Yeah, yeah. I heard that he might be appearing in that game. I'm assuming he is. Man, he is DLC and everything now. Yeah. Is it like the anniversary or something coming up? Is that why this is happening? Because he's in Dead by Daylight. He's going to be in Mortal Kombat yeah, I have no now. Idea. I have no idea what the uh, Army of Darkness obsession is. Like, It's a cool movie, but I don't know. It's weird. It's weird how many reboots it gets. Yeah, as long as they put him, as long as they desexualize Bruce Campbell in that game, I'll be okay with it. <laughs> All right, anyway. Uh, speaking of video games and speaking of The Walking Dead, I finished Wait, that uh, final... The Walking Dead update for this one. Uh, okay, yeah, I guess we'll hear this again. Another Walking Dead update. The Walking Dead update. So I finished that Walking Dead game, and uh, I like it a lot. The best part is Lee comes back in a dream. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, we had some Lee, what? dude. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's what He's I've like, been missing uh, from my video games. I know. I need more Lee in my life, dude. Lee is the best, dude. I, I love Lee so much. Yeah, he was fucking great. Yeah. Clementine is having a dream, of, and it's like her as a child again, sitting on the train with Lee, 
talking about, you know, how she's maybe not sure if she did things right and stuff. And Lee is giving her encouraging words. It's very nice. Very nice scene. I like that a lot. Okay, and then the other thing I wanted to talk about is, you know, I, I was talking about how they had dead twins uh, that they were they were mentioning. Oh yeah. Uh, it turns out it turns out one of those twins was alive, living in this uh, military group or whatever. The uh, the kid military the group. group. The uh, girl from the first game, Lily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. So she's she's apparently still alive, and. Uh, she ended up, she killed her uh, twin sister because she's been effectively brainwashed enough. And um, they're, they're on this boat and you blow up the boats. It's all the zombies and everything. It's all chaos. Uh, so this, this girl, she gets, uh, she gets bit in the face, like her cheek gets ripped off. And that's kind of like the last you see of her uh, until you, you are crossing a bridge that uh, has a, there's a gap. The bridge is broken. You have to like jump over. But as you're trying to figure out how to do that, uh, this girl like comes comes back. She follows you. She's singing, leading a horde of walkers. Dude, she's the Night King. It's crazy. Like they've never done this with uh, Walking Dead characters before. But she is she is absolutely so she's like half zombie, half person. Still, that's basically she what she's humanity? doing. No, she has her humanity, but she's lost her. She's obviously crazy. She's going to turn, and uh, you're you you have your or uh, you have her brother with you so her goal is to kill her brother so that her family can be dead together uh so that's why she's controlling this horde to follow you uh but it's crazy because i think that the zombies would just eat her right but yeah what she does immediately no the zombies walk past her to get to you she's She's a night king dude yeah well she's not even wearing anything there i mean she had like a little bit of zombie blood on her but I don't think but it's it enough to just cover enough her to scent. Throw them off her scent. <laughs> it's that's craziness, dude. I I don't know what that was. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Yeah, th- they've never done that with The Walking Dead, but it's stupid. Yeah, she's just like, get them, my walkers. She like shoots toward you. Yeah, she's like shooting her gun at you while the walkers are swarming you. Uh, she's in the horde of walkers shooting her gun. She would absolutely be just mauled. They would immediately maul her. Yeah, fuck yeah. that. <laughs> it's really weird, dude. That's that's a. Uh, uh, so, so what Clem should have done is uh, taken a knife and uh, stabbed her in the torso area, and she would have been dead, and all the zombies would have been dead too. That would have really saved her ass if she could have done that. Only if it was, only if Clem had dragon glass. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Night King. And then at at the very end of this, I guess I guess I'll. Uh, do you want to hear what how, how this all wraps up or what? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm okay, never good. gonna play it until it's okay. Until it gives it to me. All right, yeah. So I guess spoiler alert then. So it's Clem gets like bit. like seven years. You don't have to do spoiler I know, yeah. alert. Okay, but anyway, Clem gets bit on the foot uh, as they're trying to oh, fuck. Uh, escape this this horde. Yeah, dude. I'm like, oh shit. So man. AJ has to kill her. Didn't you predict that last week? Oh yeah, yeah. So this absolutely happened. But uh, so Clem gets bit in the foot. All right, and immediately I'm like, oh man, you gotta, you, you know, you you end up with this axe. Uh, you you're carrying around this this fucking fire axe. So I'm like, oh man, you got to cut that leg off. And then they're like, there wasn't enough time, you know? So AJ and uh, Clem have to run to this barn because there's a shitload of walkers coming at them. Um, so they get in this barn and they close it up. And Clem is like, you know, saying like, hey, you either got to shoot me or leave me. Same thing. But what, what happens is, is uh, AJ is like about to, like, I'm, I'm telling him like, ah, just fucking go. Don't, don't kill Clem. I don't want to see that. And uh, so he's, he's about to leave. And then he turns back around and he's like, no, I can't do that. And it's like, the axe is coming down 
and then they cut it there. So what happened is he just cut off her leg at that point. Like, well, he, I feel because she was like walking around on this foot, dude. I feel like that would really get the blood pumping. I feel like it was way too late for that, but apparently it wasn't. So Clem actually lived through it just without a leg now. Oh, thank God. So that's, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it spreads at different rates and different people. I guess so, yeah. or something, right? I guess, I don't know. Um, so anyway, yeah, she survived it, uh, which is good for, it's kind of a happy ending, which is nice. They go back to that child Lord of the Flies community and they've set everything up there. So they're doing, they're doing well. And the last part of the game, you're kind of playing as AJ and they kind of change up the dialogue wheel. So they, they kind of like change the point of view to like third person instead of saying like, Oh, Clem, you did a good job. It's like, you should tell her that she did a good job. It's weird. I I don't know why they changed it, but it was a little Mm -hmm. bit jarring. I thought, but yeah, it was a nice end. I was, I mean, happy ending. I was very surprised. And then Clem, I got Clem to get in a lesbian relationship as well, which is nice. I'm glad that Clem has a girlfriend now. Good for her. You you could, yeah, you could choose to like either start a romantic thing with, uh, with this dude or with, uh, with this girl. And I'm like, like ever since the beginning, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to bang that teenage girl. (laughs) I'm definitely going to make this happen. And I did. I thought that was the easiest part of the game was like wooing this girl. (laughs) Like, oh yeah, I got, I got, I got her wrapped around my finger. Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Creepy. Yeah. Kind of. You were, you were way too excited about that, uh, banging this teenage girl line. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, oh yeah, this is happening. (laughs) All right. All right, anyway, that's all I had to say about it. I recommend the game still. I thought it held up pretty well, except for the Night King. But other than that, really good. Nice. So anyway, let's go ahead and move on then. You you wanted to talk about the Deadwood movie? Well, yeah, I did. All right, let's hear it. So I caught it today. It came out Friday, but I had to work Friday night, so I missed it. It takes place, it's 10 years after all the events of season three, which is when got canceled unfortunately so unfortunately like there are a couple of like kind of big part characters on the show that died in the 10-year gap in real life okay so like, yeah the main one is powers booth who played Sai, who's like the rival bar owner and bordello owner to al swearingen so he unfortunately passed away he, he's also he's one of the characters in like the sin city movies but oh unfortunately he's not in it so he they did say I read a little bit on online on Wikipedia that they did have a small part for him to play in this, but they just rewrote over it and canceled it after he passed. So basically, it's uh, South Dakota, which is where Deadwood takes place. It's finally going to become a state officially now, which is what they've all been working on the entire like three seasons of the show. So it's all the hmm. payment of that, like that's coming to fruition. Al Swearingen, who was like the biggest like. He was, I mean, he he French. He was a bad guy, but he was also kind of good at times. He was, I think he he's mainly a bad guy. You would call him, but he's he's like weak and he's dying and he's sick. And he at the very end of it, he does die with Trixie holding his hand. Trixie was the uh, whore at his whorehouse, who he oh, usually nice. fucked at night, but she fell in love with uh, uh, Raylan Givens, his character's partner. I don't, 
you said you'd seen a couple episodes, right? Yeah. All right, so you remember, like, it opens with Raylan Givens and uh, John Hawks, like his, his partner, uh, who was the Jewish guy. He's, like, the only Jewish guy in town, so they all just called him the Jew. I, <laughs> I think I remember them saying the Jew, but okay, uh, so that guy, I don't really remember anything about the show. Uh, Kenny Powers' brother on Eastbound and Down, that's who plays him. Okay. That guy ends up marrying Trixie. They have a kid already. I mean, Rayla Givens is still the uh, WD there. So it, because it happened 10 years ago and because Justify was so fucking amazing and great, like during yeah. Justify, they brought back like all these little like one-off guest spots from like various people who, uh, what's his name, Tim Oliphant knew from Deadwood. Like, mm-hmm. do you remember the guy who the first couple seasons of uh, Justified, he was just like the local cop in uh, Harlan County um, and then like he ends up being a bad guy who's working to protect the main I forget his name Drew like his name was Drew something they never realized that he was like the sheriff of the town the entire time and there was like that whole season where they were trying to find Drew Peterson was he like a the the kind of older fat guy he was the older fat guy who was the dad on the first two seasons of the killing who wears a who wears a uh, cowboy hat is he the cowboy from The Simpsons, I think I'm thinking of? <laughs> Does he look like that? I can't picture that cowboy on The Simpsons. The Texan guy. All right, never mind. Uh, no, yeah, no, he's got facial hair. Like, okay. The Killing. Remember the dad on The Killing, the first two seasons? No. Okay. I don't know it's if I that watched guy. that show. Did I watch that? Did we talk about it? I thought you did. I don't think I did. Okay, well, it's yeah. that guy. But because he like worked with him on Justified, they brought him back as his new deputy because the guy who was the deputy, Charlie Utter, the guy from Sons of Anarchy, he's a lot older now, and he gets murdered. And so that's kind of like the, what the entire movie was about, was just finding who murdered Charlie Utter and getting justice oh. for him. And it turns out it was the uh, new U.S. senator who was the main bad guy at the very end of the last season. George Hurst of the Deadwood. So they finally okay. arrest him. And Garrett Dillahunt, the guy we were talking about earlier from Fear the Walking Dead, he's yeah. a hobo now. He just randomly, like, when Raylan Givens, or fuck, why do I call him Raylan Givens? When uh, Bullock is arresting George Hurst, he's randomly in the crowd and he just drunkenly throws an empty beer bottle at him. And then he just gets swarmed by a group of uh, people who are all pissed off because everyone loved Charlie Utter because he was such a great guy. They all just start stomping him to death, and then finally oh. Bullock saves him and arrests him. Okay, nice. Yeah. Well, sounds fun. Would you say He's that they the... were justified in their actions? They were definitely justified in their actions. Nice. All right, sounds cool. Yeah. Maybe someday I'll get around to watching that show now that I know that that guy, the fucking cowboy guy from Fear the Walking Dead, is playing a bunch of characters in it. Showing his range, of his acting range. If you watch it, you'll immediately recognize every single person in this cast. Like, like uh, Bullock's wife is the wife from Breaking Bad, mm. Skyler. I don't like her, though. Yeah, she was an asshole in that yeah. show. Yeah, she sucked. She was the worst part of Breaking Bad. Wild Bill Hillcock was played by uh, Lundy from Dexter. Okay. Ellsworth was actually Drew Peterson on that season of uh, Justified. He was a regular on Justified for the whole time. Um, 
let's see, Alma Garrett or Alma Ellsworth at the end. She was on House of Cards. I mean, everyone, yeah. everyone's on there. He's, wow. Sounds interesting. Sheriff Dearborn from True Blood is E.B. Barnum. Ian McShane, as everyone knows, is from that shitty Pirates of the Caribbean movie. He's also in John Wick. Whoa. Uh, Oh, yeah, so the uh, dad from, Assface's dad from Preacher. Oh, nice. He's he's Dan. He's uh, Al Swearingen's muscle. All right, sounds good. George Hurst is played by the guy who played Major Dad. He was also on House of Cards. Maybe I'll check it out. <laughs> Super sarcastic right there. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about today? No. What do you want to read next week? I was thinking Sin City, The Big Fat Kill. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because okay. I know how awful it is when we read something that we've already just seen in like a show or a movie. And I couldn't uh, find a Sin City book that isn't a part of the two movies. Oh, okay. So, so I'm afraid that this is going to be awful pick. I guess we'll see. I know that my pick is going to be awesome. God of War. Fuck yeah. Is it a comic? Yeah, they've got a War comic based on the new game, the Norse mythology one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, it was a, yeah. it was like a pre-order bonus, wasn't it? I don't know. It's like, been coming out slowly over the like over uh, 2018. I've been waiting a long time to bring this one in. I'm excited about it, but it's finally got a collected volume. I think if you go into the marketplace still, like they still offer like both versions of the game and it oh, says really? that the one includes like a, a, I don't know if it's a digital comic or if it's an actual physical one, but they somehow include that if you buy the digital copy, which I don't understand how that could work. Yeah, Instead that's just weird. Email it to you or something. Maybe. I don't know, but we'll find out what this comic is next week. <laughs> I'm excited for that one. Fuck yeah, boy. So is it completely, they've released it all now then? Yeah, yeah, they have. It's five issues. Nice. Boy, Hell read yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, read it, boy. So, there we go. So join us next week for uh, Sin City, The Big Fat Kill, and God of War Collected. And uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead. Oh shit, yeah, yeah, we'll read that one. Watch that one. Follow me on the internet at Donnie Ohm. And I'm at Deestu the God. What are we at? I think it's your turn because I beat you to it. This is the all new, all different though. Oh, so fuck. doesn't apply today. <laughs> we are at Giraffes HPT Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Um, Patreon.com slash Giraffes Have Black Tongues. SoundCloud.com slash Daniel Burbank. Yeah. Everything will be Kirkman below. I remembered this well time. Well played. Well played. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so one more time. It's season three, episode one, or the last episode? Yeah, yeah. Season three, episode one. Okay. Of Ash vs. Evil Dead. It's all right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. I got to work the uh, pit the other day for the first time. Oh, yeah. How was that? Yeah. It was fun. I mean, it was a hip-hop show, so it wasn't actually any oh. moshing or anything. Oh, okay. Well, 
want to see some moshing. Mosh City. So, like, I've realized I'm completely out of touch with music now, and I have no idea what the crowd <laughs> is going to be like. Yeah. Because <clears throat> it was my first two nights, like, since training, being on my own. So I was just wanting people in and, like, doing the uh, front entrance shit. Dave and is a bodyguard, by the way. Security. Yeah, security. There you go. Yeah, not bodyguard, so, security guard. Yeah, come on. <laughs> so we had... um. Mod Son was on Friday night, who I thought was like a psychedelic rocker, but I guess he's a psychedelic hip-hop guy. Okay. So I was thinking the crowd was going to be like just shitty, white trash, hippie kids. Yeah. But like, I mean, it mostly was, but there was a, a weird number of people that brought small, young children, like... <laughs> like 10 and under like there was so many of them that i wanted in and had to check it was freaking me out just how many kids were in this crowd because like wow. the amount of like pot that was going to be everywhere during that set like <laughs> it made me question all those parents and then well, I mean, like the it's legal uh, now. yeah i mean well kind of yeah and then the next night was rich the kid so i was expecting like college age kids and for it to be like 50 50 on diversity and stuff but this crowd was 98 percent white preteens and like high school age kids like it was wow. fucking weird cool so like I, I i got to do the barricade crew just to like break the uh four guys that were down there and like yeah. the uh crowd that was right there next to the group or barricade in the front row there were these four little girls who, I don't know, were maybe like 12, 11, Shit. 12, 13 apiece, and their mom was there with them. But I was like so, like, just baffled by them, like, being that close, like, front row. Like, they were getting pushed from behind by, like, you know, crowds Jeez. jumping around and shit. But, yeah, it was, it was weird. It was weird. I got to throw a dude out because he punched, or he opened hand... So, he didn't punch a girl, but he, like, open hand, like, just put his hand on her face and just, like, shoved her down. Wow, shit. So, I got to, like, swarm on that dude and kick him out. It was awesome. Wow. You get to be very violent at this job. Yeah, you do. Like, you could throw in as many, like, cheap shots as you want. They oh, don't nice. encourage that, but, I mean, wink, wink. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What does the workbook say? Oh, it implies it has the wink. It's in parentheses, which I think is yeah, how you wink. write out wink, wink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that they made you do a worksheet. <laughs> if it's in the workbook, it's okay. It's kosher. <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, how else would you train for a job? Yeah, I don't know. You need the workbook. Exactly. 